to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens presented by star style productions as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity you'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters meet and chat with cool celebrities exhilarating experts and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know it's time to kick off the fun with our star teens welcome to express yourself The new year stands before us like a chapter in a book waiting to be written. Melody Beattie. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We are a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. I'm Siri Panindra, and today's show is all about celebrating the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. It has truly been a rough year, to say the least, and just like you, we are touched by the sadness, loss, outrage, and grief of this year. But we are thankful for the moments of selflessness, bravery, kindness, compassion, hope, humor, and solidarity. We're hopeful that our world will heal from divisiveness and that global vaccinations will allow us to once again come together. Express yourself and be the star you are. We'll be here with you, ready to put a pin in 2020 and holding hope, optimism, and peace in our hearts for the new year 2021. Be the Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are super thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit btsya.org. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. So be sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or on a music platform such as iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and many, many more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. Today, we have a fantastic show planned for you all about the new year. In segment two, I will be interviewing artist, singer, dancer, and actress Shavin Roberts, and in segment three, I will be sharing my lessons learned from 2020. And in this segment, I'm so excited to have on the show Nihal with this segment. Hi, Nihal. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Yeah, I'm doing um, great. So as, we, yeah, so as we all know that the year 2020, it's been a year full of changes, challenges, reflections, and most importantly, we hope to end with hope. We start the new year unaware on how our lives will change in the month come and how we end with hopes of a better year to come as thousands of people have already been vaccinated against the coronavirus. As I reflected on this year personally, I look back at ways that I could have grown and ways that I may improve for the year to come. And I further learned that the value of family and how important it is to spend time together. My family and I have laughed, played games, made some delicious meals, and just spent time together. I also realized that I have become a bit more sedentary, and that is a goal I hope to improve on. I've always believed that goals are important because they give us motivation to strive for the future and help us with self-fulfillment. Oh, that's perfect, Nihal. And whatever you said was so meaningful, and I truly believe that it is important to look at the positive things that happened in 2020 um, and to express gratitude for the people and all of the small moments of joy and happiness. So thank you for sharing with us. Um, so I do have a couple of follow-up questions. So what are your personal New Year goals and resolutions? Uh, so my New Year goals 
for this next coming year are to become more active and consume a well-balanced diet. I've already started to set up like a routine in which I've been working out on a treadmill and doing some core exercises, but also like to eat like to eat healthier and work on my dietary goals. I really believe that you are what you eat, so I usually try to eat healthy, but I will admit my mom has found my hidden stash of junk food. And I'll work on incorporating more vegetables in my diet, continue eating fruits that I'm fortunate to get from my grandfather's farm. And being in quarantine, it has also caused me to be a lot lazier than I want to be. And I think that ne- this next coming year, I'm going to try to become more active. Like I yeah, that's a great goal. And, you know, just echoing what you said, it is indeed very important to take care of our physical health. And my personal goal this year is actually it's my mental health and it's to implement and incorporate more meditation in my day and I believe that taking care of like all aspects of our health whether that's physical or mental or social um, it you know it really does make a difference so another question for you Nihal so what is the importance of new year goals for anyone listening out there I think that New Year goals are really important because it helps us set a path for us for the new year. It gives us the motivation and helps us focus on things that we think that we can do to better ourselves and be our best selves in the next coming year. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, I always tell myself that even though we do have the New Year goals and resolutions, I feel that every day is a new possibility and every day we can um, just act as if it were a new year um, because every second and every minute you have the opportunity to improve yourself and to be your best self. So yeah, I absolutely agree. It's very important to have a vision for yourself um, and new year resolutions are a way to do that. So how will you continue to make sure you stay on track with your goals? Um, I know it can be hard to like lose motivation with your New Year's goals, and sometimes you forget about them. So for me, I'll usually have somebody in my family remind me what goals I've set up or tell me that I've been straying away from them. And I think if anybody or myself, we all just set up challenges that we can do with friends and family and goals that can help both friends and family and yourself, it's a lot easier to do it because if you have a goal that you want to do by yourself, sometimes it's really easy to lose motivation. So, like, for example, we can do, like, a little bit of Fitbit steps challenges with like your friends and family or do some healthy eating and we can send pictures and updates on how we're doing with our diet or the exercise that you're doing with your friends and family so everyone stays motivated. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, I feel family and friends are very um, very important when improving ourselves. Um, It's definitely important to have, you know, a set of people who you're comfortable sharing and, you know, expressing yourself to them. And I personally, I use a calendar. I use Google Calendar (laughs) um, to keep track of any deadlines I have. I feel like writing it out on paper also helps. um, And it's just very important to have a vision for every day and for every month and every year. Um, So another follow-up question Why do you think it is important that your peers and friends um, and family, they also set goals for themselves? I think it's important for teens such as us to practice healthy habits. And it's also a time period where, like, many of our lifelong habits are formed. So, like, for example, as I discussed before, like, having a healthy diet and doing some daily exercises or some, like, consistent exercise to help it, like, prevention numerous medical conditions in the future are really important. And other goals can be including limiting screen time, but that can be hard during this time with virtual school and a lot of people doing work from home. But another thing is sleeping 8 to 10 hours a night and getting going outside and getting active and spending less time on the phone for unnecessary things as much as we can. I know we can get distracted with texting and social media, and that's good because it helps us become social and know what's happening around us, but I think that it can also we can also reduce the amount of time we spend on those kind of things. And I'm also really looking forward to a happy and healthy 2021. Yeah, totally. I echo whatever you just said, and I feel 
social media does have it pro it does have its pros and cons you know it's a platform that so many teens rely on for happiness um and external happiness but you know it is a yeah. way for us to stay connected um so one last question for you before we end the segment what is your one takeaway from 2020 and what are you looking forward to in 2021 i think that the one takeaway from 2020 is that keeping in touch with friends that are obviously we can't go there to their houses anymore keep in touch with family and live far away because without that people don't really have any much of a social life after that family's really important and that's what i think that i got away from 2020 spend as much time with family that you possibly can and i think what i'm looking forward to 2021 is i guess getting back to the normal going back out going back to school uh hanging out with friends and kind of getting back into our normal lives like we used to yes i completely agree with you on that nihal and you know people are very important in our life and you know it's the people that makes this life so memorable um the connections yeah. we make and the memories we make with them um unfortunately we are out of time but i want to thank you again nihal for coming on the show i think the segment was super needed um we truly do need to see the light in the darkness um regarding 2020 listeners please show your love for more segments by donating to the be the star you are 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program at be the star you are.org and keep listening for more as we interview Shavin Roberts in the next segment become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com/voiceamerica Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be the Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit expressyourselfteenradio.com for information. That's expressyourselfteenradio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
Express Yourself on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Today, we have on with us Shevin Roberts, an award-winning recording artist, actress, and dancer. Um, She has received multiple nominations and awards, including Best Pop Song at the Hollywood Music in Media Awards, as well as Best Young Pop Artist. She works with Grammy Award winner David Longoria and creates music with the DJ, producer, remixer, and songwriter Robert Ibak. And she has been featured in many, many television shows and movies, including Goldberg's, The Mindy Project, and Dead Ant, starring Tom Arnold. So be on the lookout for her new dance single, Running Out of Time, and be on the lookout for her Billboard charting remixes as well. Hi, Shevin. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on. So let's just get right started. Um, so what first got you into music? Um, I started out with music when I was actually doing an acting career. And one of my friends was basically like kind of like a one-hit wonder at the time. And I had a dance background. I grew up in dance competitions, winning, you know, six-time national solo champion. I just couldn't stop winning. And as a dancer type of artist I still had that relationship with music and as a young child I also was in acting I did a bunch of national commercials and so it all was kind of encompassing to the point that I was really interested in music and I just started making records um, many years ago and I've made several records and just never really been fully satisfied with the product to the point that I really want to fully release it, even though I've won awards for my music in the past and things of that nature. I would only let it go to a certain level. But uh, these remixes, these five remixes in this music video, I'm actually very satisfied with. So I'm ready to promote it to the mainstream. So I'm very excited. Yeah, I heard it. And they're also amazing. And, you know, I also agree with you. Dancing plays a huge role in my life as well. So, yeah. (laughs) So... Who would you say is your inspiration and who inspired you to make music and, you know, make Billboard charting remixes? Inspired me to make music? I guess, really, I was just inspired by so many artists. One of my biggest idols is uh, an old-timey one, is Jerry Lee Lewis. I was introduced to the movie Great Balls of Fire by my grandmother, and I, as a child, I just watched it over and over and over again. And I love the performing quality that he had and kind of the rebelliousness that he had where he would set the piano on fire and he really just had independence and a sense of self and did whatever he want. And I was really inspired by that. But ultimately, my music is more inspired nowadays specifically by, you know, whatever I'm thinking of. And this specific song is kind of like a Matrix type of reality. So I'm pretty excited. Um, It's got some time travel elements in the music video. So we're definitely, you know, evolving. I'm evolving, I guess, as an artist. And I love to just work with different producers. There's so many different concepts that come to mind when I work with different people. Yeah, it's like a team effort. And wow, I'll definitely check out his music. I I do love old music. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So since you kind of brought up your new dance single, um, can you tell us about the making and the meaning behind Running Out of Time? So running out of time, you know, like when I went into the studio, I actually wrote this song with Alex Cantrell and the remixes are done by several different famous DJs. But the original, when we actually wrote it, was with Alex Cantrell. And basically what I was 
telling him in the studio is like, Hey, I want to create my own, you know, my own magical, like matrix universe or my, my own planet, my own world. So it talks about like, it's, you know, I don't, I take myself very seriously as an artist, but I also don't take myself seriously. It's like a very balancing act for me. So I just, I just have fun when I go in the studio. So my song, you know, it's running out of time. It's kind of like upper interpretations, whatever people want to make out of it. But what I was thinking when I went in the studio was like, okay, like I'm on the spaceship, I'm going into this other like matrix reality. And it felt like a little bit spiritual, a little bit galactic. And I was kind of like, you know, like relax your mind. It'll be just fine. Those are the lyrics that just came to my mind, literally. Um, and so I don't get into too uh, depth with it, with the detail of like, you know, every aspect. So it's not that serious of a song. It's a dance song, but it does play with some of those elements. So it's kind of just like a fun dance song that has a little bit of a theme to it. So you just have to, I don't want to give it away, but you just have to listen to it. And the music video makes it make a little bit more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Listeners, please go do listen to it. Um, you've got a preview right here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in general, what is your creative process like? And how would you describe the music that you typically create? My process is, um, I guess that everybody has their own different process. There's no like right way to do it. But when I'm in the studio, I basically, if I'm given a, several tracks, I'll pick a track. And then usually lyrics come to my mind and I write that down. And I just have the producer like arrange them into choruses, uh, verses, and kind of we collaborate to come up with melodies and things like that but um so a, a lot of times I'm actually having like um lyrics coming to my mind and so I just write them down and then sometimes when I go into the studio I'm like I want to write a song about this and then let's find a beat for that and try to place these lyrics but it usually works the other way around the first <laughs> the first way I told you so and there's so many different ways to write and each producer that I work with brings like a different flavor to the table so ultimately it's like we're you know it's like reproduction musically <laughs> you're working mm -hmm. with whoever it is and you're literally creating a child and that child is a song so um <laughs> so yeah so it's like so so much different you know when I'm, I'm working with like Robert Ebach I did a whole EP with him this past uh, June and like that was like it was my ideas and he was trying to help those ideas to come to fruition. But ultimately I'm working with, you know, his beats and his ideas as well. So like every producer is just so different. You just get a different result, but I'm really, I'm really happy with the result that I have right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, I love having that aha moment. Um, and it's so cool piecing together a song and working with people and making, you know, this great piece of work that, you know, through collaborative efforts, yeah. So I did want to ask you one question. Um, tell me about your experience opening Justin Bieber's concert. I'm very curious. <laughs> I get that a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, that was a fun experience. You know, I was basically called up by the radio station 104.1 KRBE in Houston, Texas, which is basically the biggest pop mainstream radio station, similar to 102.7 in KISS FM in L.A. So basically... Um, they have a Christmas show every year. Some years they call it um, Jingle Jam, which I think a lot of radio stations do. And then some years they call it Not So Silent Night. So that was the show. It was Not So Silent Night. And Justin Bieber was a headliner, along with, I think it was like All American Rejects. And then um, there was Jay Sean and Cobra Starship. And basically I was the opener. They called me up and they're like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, sure. You know, I'm like the only independent artist, the only female artist on the show. Everybody else is like mainstream signed. So it was pretty exciting. Um, but, you know, I didn't have a manager. And I basically managed the entire process from going up to, you know, telling people how I wanted my lights, to the choreography, to the dancers, to anything and everything you can think of musically. I had to basically manage my own show. So it wasn't like a piece of cake where I just showed up and I was like, oh, let me relax. You know, I kind of had to do like a whole bunch of stuff, but everyone said, you know, yeah, you seemed really relaxed on stage. Honestly, I look at the video sometimes on YouTube and I'm like, you know, I'm a little bit too relaxed on stage. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, basically Justin was backstage and uh, he had his bodyguard next to him and I kind of did the head nod like, what's up? And he did the what's up. And oh, I regret, wow. yeah, I like, I don't know, like, I don't really think I had an ego, but I guess I just wasn't in the mood to be like, hey, can I get a picture with you? Like, I wasn't thinking, like, 
oh, in a few years from now, I'll need this picture for PR. I wasn't thinking about any of that. I was like, you know, like, I totally, my head was totally like, I've got to go on stage in a few minutes. Like, I'm getting ready. Like, I have nothing else to think about but other than my performance. Um, but definitely, you know, there was that respect, like, oh, what's up? What's up? But there's no big story. Like, we didn't party backstage. <laughs> like, nothing <laughs> happened. Like, it was dark and... um and it was it was a fun experience. I mean, the the Bieber fever is real. Like the fans go wild. Like even like uh, you know a couple years after that, I would still go out and like be walking up the movie uh, you know the steps outside to the movie theater, and a whole bunch of kids would rush up to me and they want a picture. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, is this because of Bieber or is this because of me? <laughs> like, I don't know, but it definitely was a fun experience. So. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds so great. Um, wow, that's okay. That's so cool. First of all, <laughs> I love how you said that you were so relaxed. I feel like you know, I personally, when giving presentations or something, I get so tensed. Um, but that's so great how you just went up there and you did something you love. <laughs> well, there was that moment, like right before I went on, where the DJ actually the DJ of the radio station brought me on the stage and introduced me to the crowd, like this is Shevin Roberts, you know, whatever. And that's actually on the video on YouTube as well. But um, he actually introduced me. And at the time I had a song that had a sample of Michael Jackson in it. And I was really cool with the introduction. But then like, I, was it right before that or right before I went back off stage to go on? I don't know. But one of the times back there, I did have one of those freak out moments where I was like, oh my God. And I started talking to the DJ like, you, you know how to announce this, you know how to say that. Da, da, da. And then he was like, yes, I got it. And, I was like, and then I just totally flip my switch back to calm so <laughs> it's, defi it's definitely a switch that you can flip and you're like okay either I'm gonna remain calm or I'm gonna freak out right now <laughs> so, yeah uh, yeah that's great that's great <laughs> so who would you most like to collaborate with in the future oh man I uh, would love to collaborate with Gwen Stefani or Kanye West I know that's a pretty controversial one Kanye West so that's exactly what I love about him is he's just so not in the box. And I am probably more diplomatic and um, I'm not a people pleaser, but I'm prob I probably come off a little less offensive than he might for whatever reason. I'm not sure what that is. But I, at the same time, relate to his out-of-the-box statements and how he's just basically willing to break the mold and just not be like a stereotypical person or artist. Um, whether he's criticized or not, whether I agree with everything he says or not. It's again, it's that Jerry Lee Lewis quality when I see someone that's just like unapologetic and they're like, hey, like this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking right now. This is what I want to sing about. This is what I want to talk about. I love that, you know. So um, that's why I would like to collaborate with him. I think it'd be really cool. <laughs> Hopefully it would be a positive experience if I wouldn't get too much <laughs> feedback, like negative feedback because you know how, but I guess that's just part of the deal, you know, if you're, well, hey, you're going to, hang out with Kanye, something's going to go crazy. But um, <laughs> but Gwen Stefani is my other one. I love Gwen Stefani. I actually did a cover of her song, was it No Doubts, I'm Just a Girl. And I, I got a lot of positive feedback for it. I think I took it down or I just put it to private on YouTube now because I'm really big perfectionist about everything I do now. But um, but I, I had fun doing it and I just love her personality. I love her. I think she's got a new record out. Finally, thank God. Like I was like, <laughs> Gwen, when are you going to release another record? Because all she does is do the Christmas records with Blake Shelton. And then it's like, dude, we haven't heard from you since like 2005. So I'm really glad this is got a new record out. I heard a little sneak peek of it the other day. And I'd love to do a collaboration with her. That would totally be a dream. <laughs> oh, yes. It would be my dream, too. <laughs> like everyone's dreams. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious, what about the pre-party for Britney Spears? Uh, did you get the chance to meet her? No, actually, I didn't. Um, that was also put on by the radio station 104.1 KRBE, which, by the way, they don't really do these shows anymore. Like, I guess, like, uh, a few years ago, they stopped having the budget to do all these big shows. So, like, every radio station is different. So, um, so like, you probably won't come to Houston and see me performing at the shows because they don't have them anymore. But when oh, they no. have it, yeah, yeah. But th it's cool looking back, though, because when, we, uh, when I did do that show... It was the pre-party for the Britney Spears concert. So ultimately, the pre-party was at the House of Blues, and it was advertised all over the radio. So it was a big crowd there. I did a performance. 
And then right across the street, like literally like a few feet across the street is the Toyota Center, which is basically like, you know, it seats like 20,000 people. That's where the big concert was going. So there were also people lined up out there. So once I was done performing at the House of Blues, which, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It went really well. I decided to be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to entertain all these people that are out here because there's another radio station 10 out there. So I actually went and performed again because the radio station had had me perform like that at other events where it was just outside by the tent and so I was like okay well I'm gonna do it again you know I'll do my performance again so I did it again and some girl like literally started running up at me like in the middle of my performance and I kind of freaked out because I was like oh my god like is she gonna because she really did she looked a little like maybe she was on drugs maybe she was violent like it definitely wasn't Mm, too playful I was like something is gonna so thank god my backup dancer literally like danced his way to kind of push her back into the crowd and then like people from the crowd like grabbed her back and so that was a wild experience because I literally didn't have any security so I was <laughs> like oh my god like the house of blues was a much more controlled environment but but yeah that was it was fun you know because um it was all the Britney Spears fans so like they they really appreciated a dance artist like myself so it was good it was cool Wow, what a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah, it sounds so cool. So my next question for you is, what would you be doing right now if it wasn't for your music career? Um, What would I be doing right now? Oh, dance, of course. Um, Dance is something that runs in my family. And, you know, my mom owns a dance studio. At one point, I owned my own dance studio. It was like a nonprofit situation just for kids. And ultimately, it's just something that I've always been good at. I always feel comfortable doing, but I kind of got burnt out on it, which is why I went into the acting, the music, because I had accomplished so much with dance already. You know, six time national solo champion is just a way to say that for years and years, (laughs) I won standing ovations and I I won, you know, perfect scores and all these competitions. So it's kind of like there was nothing left to achieve, at least is what it felt like. But ultimately, that's what I would... (laughs) It's what it seems to be like. like, even if I'm burnt out on it, it's like always calling my name. It's like, Shavin, you're a dancer. <laughs> it's like, I still have that element, even in my music. It's like, I'm, you know, going for the dance billboard charts. I'm in, you know, the dance music category. Now it's a little bit less pop and more dance. So dance is my thing. There you go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Dancing is my thing as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> what is your favorite song to perform? Like your go-to song? My favorite song to perform right now is this Running Out of Time. It was really fun making the music video. Um, there's five remixes, like I said. So I like Robert Ebock's remix. And then I like Ten Fingers' remix. Actually, Ten Fingers' remix, he's a pretty famous DJ. Um, he remixed my song. And that remix of mine just uh, got nominated for in the dance category for the Hollywood Music and Media Awards. So I actually have that nomination certificate up on my Instagram. So I like his remix a lot. It's just a fun, like, I just like the vibe of it. You just have to hear it, and then you know what I mean. You can't hear it right now because I haven't fully released it. But then Robert Ebock's remix was in the music video. So that one's a little bit more heavy, like EDM. So that one's really good as well. So those are my go-tos right now. And I'm rebranding, you know, I'm doing, like, this whole new record. So I wouldn't fall back on any of my older music, even if it won awards, just because, like, I'm just totally, I'm, like, I'm, like, making myself into a brand new artist now. So... So these are definitely my go-tos right now, yeah. Wow. First of all, congratulations on your nomination. That's a huge deal. Thank you. Um, so what is one message you would give to your fans right now? One message I would give to my fans right now is just like my song says, relax your mind, you'll be just fine. <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> because ultimately... Um, the world is going to go crazy, so you have to control your mind. And I guess that's kind of a little bit in the song, but then it's just in general, like you have to find your peace and what makes you happy. And it is really an inward journey, um, spiritually. And it's just a, you know, something that you create, you create your own reality. So that's what I would say, you know, don't rely on other people for your happiness or what you hear on the news, just kind of find your own happy place and, and try to enjoy your life and definitely, um, 
you know, follow me on Instagram and YouTube because I try to give a lot of uplifting messages and follow people that um, give you those uplifting messages. Yes, it's so important um, to get happiness from the inside. And I feel that meditation has really helped me do that. Um, and for you, it's dancing and singing and acting. and Love it. Yeah, you just have to find that activity that, you know, makes you happy. So um, let's kind of transition into your acting career. Tell <clears throat> me about the most memorable moment in your acting career as you are featured in many television shows and movies. <clears throat> wow. You know, I've never really thought about that. My most memorable moment. I guess. It would be when I was um, featured in the film Dead Ant, which was uh, starring uh, Tom Arnold, and I was getting to play a rock star on stage. So I was I was singing, and it was kind of like a like a rough kind of band, like a real rock band, you know. So like that was just like a memorable moment because I remember being like outside in the mountains, like north of LA. We were shooting; it was pretty freezing cold, um, <laughs> but it was just really fun because. I, you know, a lot of people, like, they, like a lot of my friends in LA, they always call me, they just, they don't call me Shevin. They're like, hey, rock star, rock star, rock star. <laughs> and I guess they see me that way. Like, even though I'm a dance kind of pop artist, like they see me that way because I have the raspy voice and I guess maybe my personality or my re rebellious attitude, if you will, I guess. But um, it was fun though. this really encompass that character. And it was just really funny because... <laughs> I had my friend take some of the videos of what was going on on the set and it was literally like they would turn the music on and then we're just like ulti ultimately like headbang, like seeing like we're back in the moment and as soon as they turn it off, we're like cut, we're like back to dead and then we do it again. It was like we were robots or something. So it was just, <laughs> just it was hilarious. You had to be there. But um, I guess that was one of my more memorable, memorable moments besides the time that I prayed played a pregnant lady on the mini project where I wore like a belly suit and I was like a pregnant patient and I was like oh my god what the heck is going on here so that was pretty memorable as well <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah it There's sounds memorable there. to me as well <laughs> go from rock yeah. star to pregnant there you go <laughs> <sighs> well <laughs> so moving on to the next question um what advice would you give to you know aspiring artists <clears throat> you know people who you know aspire to become an artist um in this industry <clears throat> man looking back at all my years of pretty much doing my own artist development like if i could talk back to the younger me like i guess i guess you know and i was kind of already on that path of of talking to lawyers and and trying to find the right producers but um i guess i would emphasize it more you know if i was talking to the the younger version of myself like hey you really got to you know, get, you know, sit down with the lawyer, figure out a plan, make sure it makes sense legally, um, make sure it's making sense with the marketing. And it's really just about working with the best producers. A lot of people think that, you know, it's about the voice and there's all these reality shows, the voice and American Idol, but, and there is a lot of great talent out there when it comes to, you know, vocal talent. And ultimately, you know, that can get people so far, but if we look at a lot of the artists today, it's not necessarily the best singers. I mean, we do have some that are phenomenal, like Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion. But then you look at the rest of uh, most mainstream artists, and there's a lot of people that can sing just as good, if not better than them. It's just but because it's not necessarily about that. It's about the music and the producers and the entire uh, performance package. So uh, definitely my advice is, you know, you want to make sure you're working with the best producer that's really bringing out your persona and your, you know, your taste musically. And then you definitely want to find the best lawyer possible and at least pay the hourly fee for the call at the very least to make sure you're doing music as a business because it is a business and a lot of people just want to do it for fun. And there's really no way to halfway do it. You either got to really jump in and do it or you really are just doing it as a hobby. And so that would be my advice. I know it's, it's pretty heavy heavy nugget to drop but <laughs> it's the truth you know <laughs> yes yes so um I want to ask you another question and it's a little bit about the industry if you could change anything about the music and acting industry what would it be I love that question actually I've never been asked that question before and I love that question so basically 
if you look at like other careers, you can go to college and get like a four year degree. And then like, I mean, there's not like a perfect path laid out, but there's a general path. It's like, okay, if you get this degree, you qualified for this type of job, you know, or, or if you, even if you have a, a master's degree in this, even if you don't even go into that field that you got the master's degree for, it still qualifies you for other, you know, certain other jobs that just require a master's degree. So there's some kind of general path. And then you know where you're, it's like accessible to some degree. You could go and apply. You just, but with music and acting, it's almost like there's, there's a path, but it's very hard. It's a very hard and vague path. And it's not, it's not, a lot of them go to dead ends. You know what I mean? So it's, I feel like the music industry is pretty much, I mean, it's gotten to the place now where you can be an independent artist, which is awesome because there's, you know, Spotify and Apple Music and iTunes and all these other things where you can definitely be an independent artist. So there's still marketing that goes along with that, but um, it's still just not like, and so it's got, it's improved a lot, but I guess what I would change is just like the way that um, the major record labels are so um, inaccessible. And so like, ultimately I remember when I made my first record, I would call like every record label and they would be like, we don't take unsolicited callers. We don't take unsolicited callers. And I was like, man, that just like ruined my dreams. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, I've come a long way since then. I still obviously opened for Justin Bieber and I won these awards and now, you know, I'm about to launch on billboard. So, you know, it's been a journey of getting there, but I think it's just like, there should be more specific pathways to, like get your music heard and be able to at least get like feedback from people saying, well, you know, the reason we don't want to sign this record is because this and that improve on this X, Y, and Z. I just feel like there it's almost just like college where there's counselors. There's, I just wish there was more of like a real like pathway set up for artists to, you know, have some kind of figuring out what they're doing. That's why my advice to people is like, hey, get a lawyer, because that's the only way I could really say someone could literally lay out the map for an artist. So it's definitely, there's definitely things to be improved. I mean, obviously the music industry is run by like major banks and and, and major, there's, you know, major people behind the scenes there. So it's not like it's any other industry. So, and, and acting, the acting industry is a little easier uh, because you basically, you know, you have your headshots, your resume, your acting reel, and you apply to different agents. Um, and you can look on IMDb and, like, see the agent's, you know, star rating and then see, okay, oh, they're a great agent or they're not or whatever. So it's a little bit more accessible in some way. But it's also kind of just like a crapshoot <laughs> in another mm-hmm. sense because you're auditioning and they, you know, I get two auditions in one day, but they, you don't know what, what what they're really looking for. They don't even know what they're looking for. So it's kind of like... I don't even know. It's just a weird industry. And it's hard to say, like, what to improve other than they just need to improve, like, it needs to be more systematic and a pathway to get more feedback on what people are, you know, need to improve on or what, they're need to, what they need to do. Just like any other college or situation where you're preparing for something. Yeah, that's good to know. Thanks for that perspective. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's my thought. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, no, those are really great um, and valuable information. And my last question, since we're almost nearing the end of the segment, is what's next for you? So right now, so, okay, so I recorded, like I said, a full EP back in June, which is separate from the five remixes. So I have five other songs songs that I recorded with Robert Ebock, who's, you know, got three number ones, Grammy Award winner, as we mentioned. So it's, it's a great record. I've got five other original songs to follow up on with these remixes. However, I haven't really dropped the remixes yet into the mainstream because we're waiting on the dance billboard charts to open. And that's obviously because of, you know, the coronavirus and all that. But once that opens, I'm launching my remixes you know all these DJs music and launch me onto the charts I think my music is being played like on a Sony radio station right now and some other places but the main thing is we're launching onto Billboard and so then I'm going to drop the music video MTV Fuse TV and YouTube so if uh, people would like to they could subscribe to my YouTube channel The Real Shevin and my Instagram Shevin Roberts so uh, I I like hey i'm dropping my music video let's check it out it is pretty dope and then we've got the fire remixes that's what's coming up next to me and i'm really excited because i just have so much faith in this music yeah yeah yes yes um sorry you were breaking out but yes 
Yeah, yeah, but congratulations on all of your achievements. You know, so many great accomplishments. And thank you so much, Shevin, for coming on the show. I really enjoyed our fun little conversation. Uh, definitely Me a too. memorable one. So, listeners, for the latest on Shevin, um, go ahead and follow her on Instagram at Shevin Roberts, Facebook at Shevin Roberts Music, Twitter at Shevin R, and YouTube um, at she- Real Shevin Roberts. And please show your love for more segments by donating to the BTSYA 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program at bethestarur.org. And keep listening as in the next segment, I will be sharing my lessons learned from 2020. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to Express Yourself. This hour is all about the new year, and in this segment, I will be sharing my lessons learned from this year, 2020. So I guess we all can say that this new year has been unlike anything we have ever experienced before. Um, and I'd like to you know, take this opportunity to share three takeaways from this year. So the first one is resilience and gratitude. Um, and if you know me, I always bring up this fa- favorite quote of mine, and it is, you wouldn't appreciate the light without experiencing the darkness. And this year has truly taught me to express my gratitude for the people surrounding me, as well as the little blessings and surprises we face along the way that we usually take for granted. And the next thing I want you to say is that, you know, this year has been rough, but it is very important to follow your heart and pursue the visions that you truly value. And if you're hearing this right now, this is your message from the universe to go and make your dream come true. Um, I realized that we shouldn't delay pursuing our dreams and making them a reality. Um, maybe you are pushed aside due to fear, rejection, or you know, a hardship or discouragement, but now is the time to take the rest off of your dreams and let them shine. And the last thing um, that, that I would like to add on to this is we just have to take a huge deep breath in of all of the positivity and breathe out all of the negativity and taking a small break in your day and sitting in silence is the best way to recharge for the next day. And I don't know how to emphasize this enough, but meditation is so important and it's like a fuel for a car. We just need it to uh, run peacefully and to enjoy our life to the fullest. And just like um, in our first segment, Nihal mentioned, you know, uh, diet plans for our physical body. Um, But I feel our mind also needs a lot of rest um, because we have so many things running through our mind. Um, I read this statistic the other day of like 500,000 thoughts every single day. Um, And there has to be a way for us to just calm down, relax, and, you know, switch off for the night. And that's through meditation. And on that note, I want to express my gratitude towards all of the people who are part of my life and respecting and valuing them for who they are 
And a shout out to my radio producer, Cynthia Bryan, and my radio engineer, Josh. Um, radio hosting was definitely one of the bright moments in 2020. Um, as well as a shout out to my family and friends who made my life so meaningful. And 2020 was great because of the people in my life. So on that note, 2020 is truly a year to remember for all of the life lessons we learned. And personally, it transformed me into a whole new being. And it taught me gratitude. It taught me perseverance. It taught me to, you know, don't put a stop or a hold on your dreams. Now is the time to follow your heart and to pursue all of your visions. Um, as well as, you know, breathing in all of the positivity and breathing out all of the negativity in your life. So that's my segment for um, for the last show of 2020. Um, but unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. Thanks for listening to Super Smart Sundays here on Express Yourself. And please support Be The Star You Are and find information on our creative community charity efforts, and outreach programs at bethestarur.org. Please consider a donation during these holidays. It would mean a lot to us. And you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests from across the world and a huge thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. We wish you a very healthy and happy year ahead. Um, remember to spread a lot of joy and do meditation and be more grateful for all of the people and the memories that we've had the opportunity to experience. And on that note, Happy New Year and always remember to speak up, speak out and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you will let yourself